You're listening ARX Radio, a podcast about business, money, and self-improvement. Today, I want to talk with you all about a method that totally changed my life and allowed me to overtime quit drinking alcohol. I really wanted to speak to people who might be searching for ways to quit drinking or stop drinking or cut back on drinking, who are not yet familiar with medication treatment for alcoholism. I wanted to start this topic by highlighting some of the topics that I'm going to cover. I'm going to be talking about a method called the Sinclair Method. This method is not known to most people, including most physicians and doctors. It's a medication treatment method that has been tested and proven from time to time to help people reduce or stop drinking and reduce cravings for alcohol. You can look up studies online. You can search naltrexin and the Sinclair method and look up all the studies that have been done on this medication. This is an evidence-based method that has been proven to work for 78% or more of people who used for alcohol disorder. And so, that's a piece of it. That's really important to know. This is not an abstinence-based method. So even if you do ultimately want to quit drinking, that's your long-term goal. The way that you get better on this method, believe it or not, is by drinking on the method. That's how you get better. And so, this method can give an option to someone to be able to drink moderately and be that moderate drinker and have more control over alcohol. I've seen so many people on this method that power back over alcohol and can truly drink on special occasions or a few times a year or on the weekends only, it really gives you that control back over alcohol because it takes away the cravings and the compulsion to drink, which I'll talk more about. So, this is an evidence-based method. It's not abstinence-based, but you want to be sober long-term. It can get you there. I got sober on this method after doing it for the year. I was able to easily go sober and give up alcohol. And the third thing I want to say is, this is not a gimmick. This is not too good to be true. I know what I'm saying is probably new information to a lot of people but it is a method that is tested and proven and has been called a cure for alcoholism. Number 1. Story behind this. I was dependent on alcohol for about 10 years, basically my entire 20 seconds. And about 5 of those years, I was really trying hard to quit drinking or moderate my drinking. And I tried everything from me to silent retreats, to meditation retreats, to special diets, to bodywork, to watching countless hours of inspiring talks on YouTube or otherwise. The people who had gotten sober, nothing was sticking for me long term. I could get a month under my belt. I even went six months one time, but the whole time I was basically trying to be sober. I'd be thinking about alcohol. Wanting alcohol, not in a peaceful state, I'd be triggered, I try to avoid situations. Alcohol was still controlling me, even though I was not consuming it. So this was my experience, drinking heavily for 10 years, really trying to stop and cut back without having any success. I was just seeing how alcohol was becoming a bigger and bigger hurdle in my life. The past handful of years I was drinking at least a bottle of wine a night, often more, and then I would spend the weekend's day drinking all day, every day, passing out. Oh, it was terrible. I was really looking for ways to cut back or quit drinking but every time I was trying to do that again. I was met with these cravings and I would ultimately give back into alcohol and just feel like a failure and the whole thing would start over again. Until one day when I was on YouTube almost about two years ago and I discovered the TED Talk by actress Claudia Christian, who used this method for herself to overcome alcohol addiction. She started it about 10 years ago and has since created a whole nonprofit, which helps spread awareness about this method. And she's been a huge inspiration for me to get on this method and to be an advocate for it as well. 
So I want to start by saying that this method is absolutely revolutionary to anything we've seen in the addiction treatment realm so far, and it does not support the notion that someone has to hit rock bottom to get the help that they need, or that somebody has to be this severe of a drinker in order to get help from this method. I've seen people who are infrequent binge drinkers, who can go weeks without drinking, but then go on a binge, do well with this method. I've seen people like myself who are nightly wine drinkers do really well with this method. And I've also seen extreme alcoholism who are drinking half gallon of vodka a day. They tried everything and nothing has worked until they went on this method. Number two, naltrexin. I know if you're new to this method, you're probably thinking this is too good to be true. That's what I thought when I found it too, but it's not. You can look online for freer studies of the medication that's used. It's called naltrexin. It is taken in combination with what this method is, which is taking with alcohol. Not with abstinence, but with alcohol. You take it one hour before you drink and how it works over time is it's blocking the pleasure that is firing in the brain that someone is getting from alcohol. When we drink our body produces a ton of endorphins, and it becomes this really pleasurable and rewarding experience for our brain. And so over time when we become dependent on alcohol, the pleasure from alcohol becomes basically the top of the hierarchy. And that's why it's really hard for people who are dependent on alcohol to find pleasure in other daily activities like playing with your kids or going on a hike or watching a great movie or art or anything. I know it was true for me when I was dependent on the alcohol. I required it alcohol to do anything in life. Like alcohol made everything fun or so I thought I needed it. And if it wasn't at a function or at a wedding or at an event, I'd be like, when can we go so I can go get some alcohol? That's what happens on your brain when you're dependent on alcohol. It's just basically a misinterpretation of pleasure. And alcohol takes the front seat for us needing to get that pleasure reward and so we're constantly seeking alcohol. So when you take this medication in combination with drinking, it's cutting off that pleasure circuitry. And so you can still get drunk on the medication. You can still get intoxicated. And in fact, many people who are returned to moderate drinkers, meaning they can drink at social events or, you know, on occasion or here and there. They can really be a social drinker on this method because of enough use of it over time. With that pleasure blocked you can truly have that off switch and be able to stop at a drink or two, even if you were a blackout kind of drinker before. Number 3. How does this work? It interrupts the pleasure circuitry that's happening in your brain, and so that when you're drinking you just notice that it feels less exciting, less pleasurable. It's not giving you that same reward that it did before. So as you do this over time with enough repeated experience, where you're seeing drinking differently. What happens is your brain no longer is alcohol is the top thing for pleasure and you begin to experience pleasure from other areas of your life. And alcohol begins to be a smaller and smaller portion of your life. Now, this is speaking very generally. It's very nuanced for most people. It works differently for most people. But that is generally how it's working. You're taking this medication one hour before you drink. The medication is called naltrexin. It's a generic medication in the U.S. It's very inexpensive. For a month's supply, it's about $35. Without insurance, it can be even cheaper. But the thing is, a lot of doctors are not familiar with this method. So a lot of general practitioners will not prescribe it because they are not taught about addiction in school first of all. So they often are taught to just refer people out to our systems of rehab, and uh, which are all abstinence-based programs, which this method is not an abstinence-based method. You drink in order to get better on this method. In my experience, having that option to still drink when you're dependent on a substance. That in your brain, it's the top of the hierarchy for your pleasure. It's the top of the hierarchy for your survival. 
So when you're dependent on alcohol, now, the severity is different, but when you're dependent on alcohol, you are equating it to your survival. It's like a normal person needing water. When you are dependent on alcohol unconsciously, a lot of people consciously, they're like, why am I drinking so much? I don't want to drink this much. How do I stop drinking so much? That's what we're on a conscious level, but on an unconscious level. With it being at the top of the hierarchy for our pleasure system. We only see alcohol as the place to get pleasure. So we go after alcohol in order to get this pleasure that we equate to our survival. So that's why it can be so hard for people to cut back or let it go because if you are equating something to your survival on an unconscious level, you're going to keep wanting to be drawn towards it. Number 4. Aid. There's a notion of something called the alcohol deprivation effect. It is again, when you're dependent on a subject like alcohol, and you immediately take it out. Over time what happens is you start to feel deprived of it because again, that's what you're associating your pleasure, your survival. The more deprivation you feel, the more you're going to crave, the more you're going to want it. And so that's why often when people who are getting sober, and drinking again, getting sober and drinking again, when they go back to drinking, their relapses tend to be worse or more severe, or their drinking continues to increase because when you're feeling so deprived, you overindulge often on the substance. So that's a little bit about the alcohol deprivation effect. Now I mentioned that this method is not an abstinence message. For me, it was very kind and nurturing and healing myself to be able to indulge in alcohol, which is a substance I was biologically dependent on, on a neurological level to be able to indulge in alcohol when I had the cravings to. And by doing so, knowing that I was getting better, each time I drink in combination with the medication, the pleasure was being blocked. The experience of drinking was just less enjoyable. I wasn't drinking much, it started to taste different, the whole experience was just less pleasurable. So I found that I was drinking less and less and less over time. For example, I was drinking seven nights a week, and I started drinking six nights a week. Then five, and I wasn't drinking a whole bottle anymore. I was drinking a couple of glasses in the evening, and it just continued to reduce from there. One of the biggest gifts of this method that, I realized as I was on it for a few months is how much it started to remove the cravings I have for alcohol, and I didn't even know how much I was craving alcohol until those were starting to be removed. And this method works to undo those cravings, which again causes someone to drink less and less over time, and ultimately just giving it up because my cravings were totally eliminated that I literally have zero desire for alcohol. Now that I realized I'm thinking less about alcohol less, my mind feels more spacious, I can think about other things. I feel like being creative. I feel like going for a walk because I had been so consumed with thoughts of alcohol for so long. As they started to go away and I started to watch myself shift and starting to view alcohol differently, it was just getting less and less important. It was very empowering. Number 5. How to try this method. Now, what do you do if you want to try this method for yourself? As I mentioned, most general practitioner physicians are not familiar with this method. So more often, I see people go to their doctor and try to get the prescription and the doctor refuses it just because they're not trained in addiction. They're not aware of medication treatment for alcohol use disorder. So they don't always know about it. I know when I first started on this method, I was calling so many physicians to see if anyone would prescribe it and nobody would. Now with that said, some people are able to get the prescription from their general practitioner. They're willing to work with them or give it a try. And so that's still an option, but just to be aware that most general practitioners are not aware of it. And so a lot will refuse you the medication. There's a lot of doctors that are coming online that are treating for this method called addiction specialists. You can also visit Claudia Christian's nonprofits 
treefoundation.org. They have a list of physicians that provide this method and use medication treatment. A lot of them are through telemedicine, so that means you can do phone or video appointments with them to get on the medication. I work with one organization. Particularly, it's a telehealth platform called RIA Health. And for me, I love their program because it's a comprehensive program where you not only get the medication, but you work one-on-one -on -one with an addiction coach who's going to really help you change the behaviors and habits around alcohol. Because even though you are taking a medication, it's not as easy as just popping a pill and kind of letting it do the work. Often our relationship with alcohol is very complex, and there's a lot of reasons why we drink and keep drinking to kind of cope and numb out. So it's really helpful to not only be on the medication, but also getting some support that can help you kind of navigate these changes that are happening in your relationship with alcohol.